care of yourself and investing in you, and whether that comes to education, mindset, health, all of these things, whatever makes you feel your best and helps to grow you will then help you make the decisions you need to make to live the life you want to live. Welcome to the Journey to Launch podcast with your host, Jamila Souffrant. As a money expert who walks her talk, she helps brave journeyers like you get out of debt, save, invest, and build real wealth. Join her on the journey to launch to financial freedom in, in five, four, three, two, one. If you want the episode show notes for this episode, go to journeytolaunch.com or click the description of wherever you're listening to this episode. In the show notes, you'll get the transcribed version of the conversation, the links that we mentioned, and so much more. Also, whether you are an OG journeyer or brand new to the podcast, I've created a free jumpstart guide to help you on your financial freedom journey. It includes the top episodes to listen to, stages to go through to reach financial freedom, resources, and so much more. You can go to journeytolaunch.com slash jumpstart to get your guide right now. Okay, let's hop into the episode. Hey, 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 journeyers. O-M-G. <laughs> I feel like it's been forever since I've sat down to record a solo episode since I've spoken to you one-on-one. The past few episodes have been interview episodes, and I'll give you updates on why that is, what I've been up to personally and on the business front and book front and all the things. But, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm forgetting to say this, but happy, happy new year if you are listening to this in real time. So this episode comes out January 4th, 2023. And so if you listen to this the day it comes out, that means you're a writer. That means like, wow, I always say this. I I love when you guys, especially around the holidays, like you're, you're actually downloading and listening to me, like I'm honored. So welcome to the new year. We are going to, I don't want to say conquer because we're going to, we're not going to make 2023 our enemy. And when you conquer or say you're going to conquer something, I think you make it an adversary and we're not going to do that with this new year that we're in. We are going to make 2023 a breeze. I I think I had just thought of that before I pressed record. Like if there was a quick saying I could say or want to implement in this new year, what would it be? And it, it would be, let's make 2023 a breeze. Let's flow. Let's reap everything we've been sowing. You know, all those seeds we've been planting. I believe they're gonna spring for us this year, journey years. So Even if you're not listening to this in real time, you know, I'm always appreciative of you. So I'm going to share some things that I hope will help you this year and beyond with your life journey and money journey. And then stick around. I have some exciting updates about the book. Very scary, but exciting updates. But I think I'm going to hold that off to the end. And if you make it to the end and you listen to it, I really want to hear that you did and your biggest takeaways from what I'm about to share with you now and the updates. Okay, so let's get into it. For this season, whatever season you're in, you know, we're all all on different journeys, different pathways, none of the things we experience because we are unique individuals feel the same. But what I like to do and what I want to share 
is something that I think like toolbox, a toolbox and full of tools that can help you regardless of the season that you're in. And there are a few, let's call it epiphanies or ideas that I want you to think about and relate back to your life. And so I believe I have my notes here. There are four of them. So we're going to go through each of them and I'll explain. So the first epiphany or idea that I want you to sit with is that it's mind over money. So you know the saying, it's mind over matter. It's really mind over money. And what I mean by that is that in order for you to have the transformation you want in your life and in your money or with your money, it all begins within. It begins with your mindset. And if you want things to be different, you need to think different. So you need to think differently if you want things to be different. And the way you've been told to think about your problem is usually by trying to fix it in outward ways, right? Or it's the system. It's things that most things you cannot control. You cannot control this broken system, our capitalist society, and all the things that are wrong with it. These are not things that are within our control. And so oftentimes, like if you are being told that you got to fight the system and you got to, you know, effort, hustle, work, do all the ex- external things, which there, there's, some, there's a place for that. Then when you're not making the progress you want to see or making the money you want to make or keeping the money you want to keep, you feel like something is wrong with you and nothing is wrong with you. You're not off kilter, though mostly everything else is. And there's nothing that we can do about other people, other situations. We can only control ourselves. If we want things to be different in our lives, and we know we can't control those external factors, the only thing that we really can control are our own actions, our own thoughts, our own emotions, and I know sometimes it feels like we it's hard to control our emotions and our what we think, but it's really starting from within that will help you get the external changes you want to see. Because quite frankly, I've said this a lot of times before, the things that we talk about, I believe like most of the stuff, whether it's investing, earning more money, saving, budgeting, there's information, there's tons of books, tons of podcasts, Tons of articles and blogs and people who are talking about similar things about how to do all those things, right? So there's not a information problem. There's maybe an information overload. There's enough information out there. It's not about what we don't know. Sure, there may be some terminologies you don't understand and some things you actually don't realize exist and that you're going to find them when it's time and you're going to understand them as you continue. But overall, you most likely know exactly what you need to do this year and beyond to see some of the changes that you want to see. So it's not a knowledge problem. It's more of a behavior. And I don't want to say problem, so I'll step back with that. It's not a knowledge gap or a knowledge problem. It is a more internal gap or lack of understanding why you're not doing something. And what I hope to do with the podcast, I hope that it's helped you so far if you are have been listening or if you're brand new, is that let's dive deeper into the reasons why you may not be implementing the things you should, why you are afraid to invest or why you are afraid to 
go talk to your manager or boss or why you're afraid to be seen in the world as you are. You know, it's there's such like these deeper level things that impact everything we do, but then specifically impact our money. So what is that for you? And, you know, I hope that we can figure that that out together and that you realize, though, that a lot of the effort that you need to make is internal and not a lot of people will see the big leaps and changes because they're small. The external big goals that you will reach really start small and within. And until you realize that, that a lot of the work is done where no one sees and you come to peace with that, you can then start to celebrate yourself because waiting for other people to celebrate it or you know, making a mark in the way that we think it should be made for other people to recognize it is is something that is a it's just sometimes not a journey or it takes us off the path that we are really meant to be on. All right. So the first thing, first epiphany to recap, mind over money. You need to think different if you want to be different. If you want different things to happen, it's not about the external force and things that you have to do. It's about internally what you can do to do that. And so whatever that means for you, whether that means meditating, prayer, yoga. It's oftentimes the things that actually don't directly connect with money that potentially will help you because we're talking about mindset and mood and behavior. And so a lot of this is not going to be, oh, go and start a budget right away. It's like, how do you prime yourself to figure out and to to understand the behaviors behind or the motivation behind certain things you enjoy spending on or why you haven't had the income that you've had yet. Like, what does that look like? And so it will take self-reflection and honesty, but realizing too that you most likely have enough information. Now it's time to understand why you're not acting on that information. And once you figure that out, sky's the limit. Okay, number two, the finance gurus are wrong. Finance gurus. Okay. I know like I am not a finance guru, by the way. And I know people consider me a personal finance expert. And while I am humbled and you know, I sometimes wear that title, I really don't see myself as an expert. I mean, I, I know I'm talking about money. I I have a way in communicating it where it hopefully helps you make moves and furthers you along the path to your goals. But I have an issue when there's there are just like blanket statements that people who consider themselves experts or finance gurus or they call themselves these things and they think their way is the only way. Because most times it's very contrarian. It's to rile people up. If you notice, like, you know, the people who actually are probably making big, big waves. And I'm talking more about like, the Dave Ramsey of the world. Let's just call it what it is, right? Someone like him has just very, it's either this or that. This is right, this is wrong, and there's very little room for gray. It's either black or white. And there's a reason for that. People, Some people love that way of thinking. Like it's clear, there's no kind of back and forth. You know what it is. And in my opinion, while that works for some people, I know for me that doesn't work because I see gray in so many things. I see middle ground in so many areas, just in life in general, where it's not 
black and white. Most times it's not, it's gray. And we need to call and be able to say what it is because there's people like me who they listen to advice or information and you don't fit in the box that the person is talking about. There's this thing where don't invest until you pay off debt, right? Like, or what's something else? Something where, you know, someone's saying something and it's like, if you do this, you're bad or you're wrong. And I think that that's not helping because people still need to invest even if they're in debt and you don't know someone's situation. Or maybe if you go on Twitter and and someone says, well, if these someone stopped buying, you know, these expensive sneakers, then they would then be able to have this thing, have financial freedom or pay off debt. And the judgment on behaviors that we don't understand where they come from, if you go back to my point of one, is just very judgmental. And which is why for the kind of people who lead in that way, I I just can't get with. So when it comes to finance gurus or people that you may be following or inspired by, go right ahead. You know, I'm all about Follow or do and pick what works for you when it works and leave what doesn't. But you must also understand that this journey, your financial independent journey and your money journey is something that is going to be very specific to you. And so while you may have someone that says pay off debt first, don't buy this thing, whatever advice that they may say to you, maybe it worked for them, but it doesn't mean it's going to work for you. And so a lot of advice lacks customization and they don't understand your circumstances. And because we're all different, maybe sometimes, yes, it does make sense. You do need to to spend less than you earn. That is definitely something I agree with. But there may be certain instances where life happens and the money is not going, the priority is not to send your money, the additional money to paying off debt. The priority is to do something else, like maybe buy that plane ticket to go visit a a family member you haven't seen in a year, right? And so there's this customization, there's this the life that happens where you have to be able to remove what other people are telling you to do and have a baseline of what's right for you, but also understand that there will be deviations, there will be times where you have to make adjustments. So I always talk about this case. If you're new to the podcast, you know, or if you've been listening for a while, you've heard me say this, but if I were to listen to the finance gurus, I would not have bought my condo at 22 in Dumbo, Brooklyn, because it really didn't make any sense financially. I, I technically could not afford this condo. I have a whole episode about it. I will link it in the show notes and about what happened, how I found it, how I basically went into contract for it, all the things. But if I were to sit down and get advice from someone else about that decision at the time, most people would tell me, that is crazy. Do not do that. It's a risk. And they would probably be right. (laughs) But there was something in me that it did not matter what the rules were. It something was pulling me to to do this, to go out on a limb and, and stretch myself further than I knew I could be stretched in terms of embarking into this purchase that changed my life. And so if I were to listen to just the, you know, check boxes of don't do this until you have that, don't make this choice, don't, I would not have bought this condo, which turned out to be the best financial investment that I ever made. And so for me, even following the logical advice of not quitting your job before, you know, you have maybe something lined up and or enough money 
to further your dreams. In my case, someone who's following the rules would say, why would you leave your corporate job? You're earning great money. You're about to be a mom of three. (laughs) Your husband is a teacher. You live in New York City with a mortgage. Why would you leave that job for a business that is not earning money, right? Because at the time when I left my corporate job, Journey to Launch was not making enough money at all to help sustain our lifestyle. Lucky thing, I did save money. So I will say that I had a FU fund, like I call it. By the way, I do have an episode about quitting my job. We'll also link that to the show notes and how I prepared for that. But most people, logically, they would say your best bet is actually to work a couple more years, keep growing Journey to Launch on the side, and then, you know, to really be safe, quit. For me, I knew, and sometimes you really just do know, when it's time to go against the grain, to not do what other people are doing. Or in my case, you know, I was able to see people online who did the kind of things I wanted to do, like start their businesses, have podcasts and be successful, buy real estate. But in my real life, friends and family, they were not doing that. And so I had to think outside the box to do some of the things I wanted to do and not just listen to what the standard advice. If it were for the standard advice, I would not own the condo that I own in Dumbo currently, and I would probably still be working at my job because I would still be pushing off when to quit because I would need to save more and have more. So that was number two to recap. The finance gurus, quote unquote, are wrong. You cannot listen to everything someone else tells you about the journey. A lot of this would have to unfold. It's a personal decision. Yes, there are some standards that will be helpful as goal post and as compasses to make sure that you're going in the right direction. But ultimately, you're going to have to gut check and understand your risk to taking some of the the, the steps you want to take and what that involves versus the rewards and making those decisions on your own. Again, my goal here is to give you information in this podcast through my brand, through my own experience on how to, to lock into your own internal guidance system with information that you're learning to help you make the best decision. Did you know I broke out the path to financial independence into what I call five journeyer stages? That's right. There are five stages that you have to travel through to reach complete financial independence. When you know your stage, you know what to focus on and how to move on to the next stage. I created a free one-minute quiz to help you determine what stage you're in. After you take the quick quiz, you'll know where you are on your financial independence journey, the main thing you should focus on, plus you'll get a curated list of 10 Journey to Launch podcast episodes to listen to that will help you for your specific stage. Go to journeytolaunch.com slash mystage right now to take the free quiz. That's journeytolaunch.com slash mystage. Okay. Number three, you already have the money. You literally have more money than you think. And I know you're saying to yourself, like, Jamila, really? I don't have more money. (laughs) Yeah, I don't have more money. That's why I'm here listening to you, because I'm trying to have more money. I'm trying to reach financial independence. And while that is maybe true, I want to challenge you to consider that there are probably boundless opportunities and things right, that you may be missing because you're not able to see them yet. 
where maybe it is a opportunity that or a person who that you don't understand how it could be a connection to help you in another way, or there is something in your life guaranteed and in your budget, probably where it's a, a sub it's something that you can leverage or use or learn from that will put you in the position that you eventually want to be in. There is this like idea that on a cloudy day, is the sun gone? Like, does the sun go down? No, the sun is always shining. It's just the clouds that are in the way. And that for a lot of people, it's what's happening. You look up, you don't see the sun or the money. You don't see all the opportunities. There's clouds in front of it, but that doesn't mean the opportunities and the sun is not there. The sun is shining. There's just clouds there right now. And if you can have that belief, but, but a belief rooted in facts, you know, look back on how many times you found opportunities or made a way for yourself when there were none before that there's something right now where you've been asking for, or you want, whether it's a connection, a new job, more money, um, there is something where you literally have the tool or the resource, but you just don't see it yet. And maybe it's not ready for you to to find. <laughs> maybe you're not ready, I should say, to find it. A lot of times we want everything to happen for us. We want all the goals to come to us and actualize, you know, in real time. But we don't want all our goals to to come to fruition at once. If you made a list and it just takes us being curious in our lives, being in the right mindset. So going back to point one, if we are in the right mindset with the right mood and attitude, it exponentially increases our chances to the results we want. Because instead of looking down and being frustrated about things, and it's funny because I'm thinking about my sons, my uh, my oldest one, he's playing basketball. Well, they both play basketball now, but they're competitively playing. And he'll, you know, maybe make a mistake. And he's learning, you know, he's still young. He's only eight, but he'll make a mistake on the court. And you can see the defeat in his body language. And so instead of him getting it back together, like, you know, body language and and being ready, even though he messed up or there was a mistake to be ready for, to follow up. I can see that he's carrying that defeat with him. And so he misses the opportunity to catch the ball again and to, to make the layup or to do that thing that would help the, the team win because he was so focused on what went wrong instead of getting back on it and getting ahead. And so a lot of times, a lot of us, because something is not happening the way we want, we're looking down, we're not looking out and ahead, we're missing the pass. We're missing that follow-up pass that our teammate is trying to pass to us that could make up for whatever just happened. And so when I say you already have the money, it's more about you already have the opportunities and tools. Of course, it's you never have too many tools. Don't want you to be overwhelmed, but you you most likely have enough to get you to the next point, not necessarily to the end point, but the next point. And it's really all about the next thing because it's the journey that matters. And so I want you to think more about the opportunities that you may not be seeing yet. I know it may be hard to say, oh, well, how, if I don't, if I can't see them, how will I know that I'm missing them? But just think through uh, the people, you know, the places where you frequent, the things you're interested in and and be curious and follow that and have a have an attitude where you will 
be open to what comes. And this also just in general works practically with finances and like a budget, because you may be saying to yourself where there's these things I want to do, but I don't know like how to afford it or how to do that. And if you were to sit down and look at the inflow and outflow of money, you may very well see, wow, there's about $100 in here from the expenses side of things where I don't need to spend that money. And boom, that's $100 back to your gap, to your budget that you can choose to do with it. Or maybe there's an opportunity to make money that you're totally missing and it's not even as hard as you think it is to implement or start. So that's number three. You already have the money. There's more opportunities out there than you think. Chin up, head up, as I say to my son, get back in the game. It's not over. Keep playing. Okay, number four, buy more shares of you. I've definitely said this on the podcast before, but it needs to be said again that you are your biggest investment. Everyone will tell you to buy more shares of stock, you know, index funds, invest in the markets, real estate, crypto, all the things, which in some cases, yes, you should be investing. Investing is a the way to wealth. But the most important investment ultimately is you. You need to buy more shares of you. And if we look at whatever the historical return of the stock market has been, I'd have to look up the data to tell you the exact one. But let's just say it's 9%. Like the historical return of the stock market has been 9% over X amount of years. That is a proven path to investing, investing in the stock market for the long term, right? If you look at the historical returns over time as a long-term investor. But when you look at potentially what you as a person can do, like you're not going to invest in the stock market if you don't have the tools to trust yourself to make the right investment or to understand even what a stock market is or an index fund is, right? So ultimately you're you're the hot stock. You are the number one, like taking care of yourself and investing in you. And whether that comes to education, mindset, health, all of these things, whatever makes you feel your best and helps to grow you will then help you make the decisions you need to make to live the life you want to live. And so sometimes that does mean you're reading more books. It doesn't always have to be finance or business development or personal development. I actually find that I get a lot of growth when I'm not I'm not listening or doing anything, you know, business related. When I'm actually following my, whatever it is that my heart wants to do or my interest is at the moment, sometimes it could be true crime, a series, something that actually allows me to get creative or feel creative, then leads back to maybe something that I'm doing in my business. But if it doesn't, that's fine. So when I say buy more shares of you and to focus more on what you need to be your best self, it is part investing in the courses and the programs that will help you be the better entrepreneur, better at budgeting. You know, maybe you need to have a coach, a life coach, investing in therapy, all those things. But it also means What makes you happy? What allows you to operate as your best? Forget about money in terms of always having to lead it back to money, but is there there something you do like to watch? Is, Is there a certain amount of sleep you need? Do you like to work out and need energy to go to the gym or going to the gym gives you the energy you need for the rest of the day? What are those things that makes you the best asset 
you can be. And quite honestly, sometimes making yourself the best asset is to go lay down and not do anything. (laughs) Some of us are doing too much. And I've talked about this before, where it's also okay to give yourself rest because you are not a working horse or, you know, I'm, I'm relaying it to being like a stock, but you're a person and your value it cannot be measured by any market, but what you're able to do wholly depends on the person you are. Every relationship, every dollar that comes in and goes out is based on your perception of self. And I want you to have a good perception of that. And so it's whatever that needs to be it rooted in not other people and approval from other people and impressing other people. But what is it that you need to do to buy more shares of you because you're best, you're your best investment. All right. So those were my four epiphanies or the things I wanted you to think about. I hope that it helped you. I'll quickly just go through them again. The first is it's mind over money. Number two, the finance gurus are wrong. Number three, you already have the money or more than you need or enough to make the next step. And the last one is buy more shares of you. So let me know if one of that or all of them resonated with you, what you're going to do with that. If you're going to change something, implement something, if you've already been on this pathway with me and you're like, yes, I've, I've been thinking about this, Tribula, and here is what I'm going to do. I always love your feedback. You can at me at Journey to Launch on Instagram. I mostly hang out on Instagram. I also have my personal brand account, Jamila Souffrant. I like to post more of my workout behind the scenes and me working on the book on that account. But if you want to like tag me, let me know that you're listening. Let me know what your biggest takeaway is. With that, I'd love to share some updates for you, a really just quick update on the book and what I've been up to. So I said in the beginning of this episode that it's been a while since I've done you know a solo episode. And I always say this, quite frankly, it's so much easier to interview people than it is to do a solo episode and come up with ideas and topics. But I definitely, by the time my book does come out, which it may be coming out earlier than I expected, I'll have so much, like a lot of what's happening is I have so many puzzle pieces or my thought process and ideas have been like puzzle pieces in my head. And this book has forced me, the writing of my book has forced me to put the puzzle pieces together. So there's so many concepts and ways that I'm that I'm explaining the journey that I can't wait to share with you. It's going to obviously be in the book, but that I can't wait to share with you through the podcast and in ways in which you can benefit from it. So I've just been super, super busy. I have been, you know, momming, mom of three here. Kids get out pretty early. I like to work out. So that leaves me like a short time frame to get things done. And I knew for the podcast that I did not want to go into Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's having interviews. So I did a batch of interviews uh, early fall, and I knew that could take me through to the new year. And I wanted to be able to focus, quite frankly, on writing the book. It is my most important task and thing that I need to get done. But bigger than a task, I really do feel like it's my calling to get this information out. It's bigger than me. And so I've had to make space for that. And, you know, sometimes I don't feel like I have enough time or space to get it done. But this week, I'm actually recording this a week before the episode comes out. 
And I, you know, I said, it's the week between Christmas and New Year's. And I said to myself, I am going to focus, you know, I need at least four or five hours straight of just writing time because I need to actually submit my book to my publisher. And it's going to still be some back and forth between us to edit, but I need to submit my best and final for now on my actual birthday, which is February 6th, which is crazy because I did not tell them that date. I did not tell them it was my birthday. But they asked me if I can get it done by that date, potentially, so we can meet some other deadlines in the future. And I took that as a sign, even though the deadline for me makes me have to like step up and actually get more done. I saw that as, wow, there's a reason why that date was selected for you to have to submit this. And so it's game time. I am going to, if you follow me on uh, my Jamila Souffrant or even Journey to Launch, I am really going to be focusing on getting the best out of me onto the pages of the screen that I'm looking at to create what I hope is a life-changing book for many and for you and who and whoever gets their hands on it. And that's the focus. And it's a lot of work, but it's when I'm in the zone and when I'm, I'm the information and the words are flowing, it feels, it, there's nothing else that feels better. So I'm really excited. And that's what I've been working on. You heard it here first. February 6th, my birthday is when I'm supposed to submit this book. I have so much more to do. So I'm going to actually end this so I can get back to writing. But I wanted to actually record a solo episode for you because I know it's been so long. And I've been having this. I didn't want to break my streak. I think usually after New Year's, I like to have a solo episode as my like one-on-one chat with you to say, you got this. I'm still here. I'm riding with you. You know, I'm still Jamila from Journey to Launch. And maybe you haven't heard from me solo in a while. I'm here. And I kind of just wanted to keep that trend up and not break that streak. But listen, if you want to keep up with what's going on, make sure you're on my newsletter. So that's a great way to follow up or keep up to date if you're not into social media. And just anyway, it's good to be on the newsletter because you may miss things on social media. But you can do that by going to journeytolaunch.com slash join. You can also take this as the opportunity to get my jumpstart guide. So this will give you a guide on the best or top episodes to listen to to the podcast. Breaks down my five journeyer stages for you. You can get that by going to journeytolaunch.com slash jumpstart. And then also, if you want to follow me on social media, I'm at journeytolaunch on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. It's been amazing having this chat with you. Can't wait to see what we do this year, journeyers. All right, until next time, keep on journeying. Don't forget, you can get the episode show notes for this episode by going to journeytolaunch.com or click the description of wherever you're listening to this. And you can still grab your jumpstart guide for free to help you on your journey to financial freedom by going to journeytolaunch.com slash jumpstart. If you want to support me and the podcast and love the free content and information that you get here, here are four ways that you can support me and the show. One, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast wherever you listen, whether that's Apple Podcasts, that purple app on your phone, your Android device, YouTube, Spotify, wherever it is that you happen to listen, just subscribe so you are not missing an episode. And if you're happening to listen to this in Apple Podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe there. I appreciate and read every single review. Number two, follow me on my social media accounts. I'm at Journey to Launch on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And I love, love, love interacting with journeyers there. 
Three, support and check out the sponsors of this show if you hear something that interests you. Sponsors are the main ways we keep the podcast lights on here, so show them some love for supporting your girl. Four, and last but not least, share this episode, this podcast with a friend or family member or coworker so that we can spread the message of Journey to Launch. All right, that's it. Until next week, keep on journeying, journeyers. Journeyers. 